The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. After a fight breaks out at Katie's 17th birthday party, the guests scatter and Katie and her closest friends are left alone to clean up the mess. And that is a familiar enough scenario for many teenagers who have happen to have a free gaffe on a particular occasion. But it's the beginning of a new young adult crime novel entitled Something Terrible Happened Last Night. It's from Sam Blake, a.k.a. Vanessa O'Loughlin, who's with me now. Good morning and welcome, Good Vanessa. Good morning, Pat. Thank you very much for having me. We should remind people again of, of why you're Sam and not Vanessa. Indeed, it's, it's this name thing, isn't it? Because um, Vanessa Fox O'Loughlin, which is my full name, is so long, it wouldn't fit on a cover. Um, but also when um, I have obviously a lot of readers outside of Ireland um, and they struggle a bit with the O'Loughlin. Um, so they get to the O and then they really, everybody freezes. So yeah. that, that and the thing about men not reading women. It's, it's a bit run. like Siobhan, which uh, yes. some people have a, a problem with. But then you have one famous Siobhan and then yeah, everything's OK. Fine. Thank exactly. you very much. Yeah. But anyway, you are Sam Blake for both your adult fiction uh, and for your YA. Now, what's the difference in writing YA versus writing adult fiction? What constraints or liberations do you have? It is different, actually, because it's a slightly different, it's a different audience, obviously. Um, I think when I'm writing YA, there's probably a bit less description um, and you want to leave a lot more room for the reader so that the um, the teens who are reading want to be able to identify um, the characters and see themselves in the characters. So I'm very conscious of that as I'm writing um, and also making sure that there's a huge amount of diversity and inclusion within the cast as well so that there's something for everybody. Um, I was really focusing on that when I was developing the characters. Um, the three characters, the, the three sort of primary characters are all quite different. They come from different sized families and different backgrounds. Um, and I think that's really important. Um, so, yeah, it's different. I think from a plotting perspective, I feel a little bit liberated because I think you can try things in YA that you maybe wouldn't try. I mean, maybe I'm underestimate, underestimating my adult readers, but um, certainly playing around with structure and um, voice and um, different types of things. Um, it's fun. It's good. Now, um, it's not a spoiler to talk about uh, what happens that night. There's something terrible in your title. Indeed. So what happened? So, yes, um, Frankie, Saucer and Jess get back to the, the house. Basically, Katie's had this party and um, you're very down with the kids too. <laughs> Pat, mm. you've got the word gaff. I only learned that yesterday. I was talking to some transition years yesterday and I hadn't come across that word um, gaff. Free gaff. Yeah. Free gaff, yeah. Obviously. Common parlance. There we go. So, so they have a free gaff. Now, Indeed. it's interesting that it's not uh, often when there's a free gaff, it's kids exploiting their parents' absence yeah. and they don't tell them anything. But the dad had said, it's OK, you can. it's your birthday this yeah, weekend. We're, we're heading off to enjoy ourselves in our continental holiday home. Indeed. If you want to invite one or two pals yeah. over to celebrate your birthday, that's fine. Yeah, he's thinking six friends and pizza and a movie. Um, Katie decides that she's going to invite the entire school, Ravens, uh, Ravens Park, Ravens Park, and Ravens Hill, which is her own school. Ravens Park is the boys' school the boys equivalent. School yep. uh, and Kilmurray Manor come along too. Uh, and basically, two rival rugby teams end up uh, coming to coming to blows on the dance floor, and the whole thing really falls apart in a very yeah. bad way. Um, it seems like a normal clean up because uh, you know the plastic garden furniture are in the pool indeed. because indeed they do have a pool which can be. Cheap most of the time it's uh, not heated Absolutely. but anyway uh, all of this uh, stuff is there and they're attempting to to clear up and then then they discover Katie discovers a body behind the living room sofa so through the jigs and the reels and the various things that have been going on uh, yeah something has happened yeah. quite dramatic uh, and we don't quite know terrible 
who no. is found behind uh, the sofa. Um, n- then we go back in time and we get scene set and uh, there are mean girls in the school. There are. there are cliques. And I'm sure the young adult reader and even uh, the older adult reader might recall uh, those cliques that they had in their own school. Yeah, I think it's very much, I think that's the same thing in every school for, for generations. It's the same type of, the same sort of patterns emerge. Um, but we get to, yeah, we get to know the different groups of kids. I think one of the key things I wanted to do was um, I could have started with the body right at the start and we could have known who it was, but we wouldn't have identified with that body and we wouldn't know who, you yeah. know, who was involved. Um, so the idea is we go back to the start of term, we meet everybody um, and then we're working up to the excitement of the party because it's going to be the big party of the season. Um, yeah. And then we discover what really happened. What really happened? Oh. Now, uh, there's because it's a very contemporary novel. We are uh, talking about social media and bloggers, and there's this thing called Raven's Fess. Yes, which is what a confession site, a school confession site. Um, it's basically yeah, a, an online site where you can go along and you can confess uh, whatever you're thinking about, or you know, if you've lost your maths book, then that can go on there too. But it's uh, it's quite intriguing. There's a lot of I discovered them. A lot of universities have them, and actually quite a lot of schools do too. And they some of them. Are, some of them are hilarious so, and some of them are, yeah. So would this typically be a Facebook type? Uh, yeah, site? usually it would be. It would so be it Facebook. remains anonymous. No one knows Indeed. who's curating it Indeed. and uh, anyone can put anything on. Absolutely. Which must be yes. uncomfortable for yeah. the teachers, I would imagine. Well, yeah. indeed, indeed. And um, and they, yeah, and also it's, in terms of the plot, it's very useful because it gives us an opportunity to see things that are going on outside of the three girls' ken. So they, um, they discover bits and pieces that are going on. There are things that are said um, that then throw up... Um, clues, I suppose, part, more, bigger parts of the mystery. Now, when you're writing adult uh, crime thrillers, uh, you get an editor who will read and maybe pals or friends or family will read your books and set you right if they find something implausible or if they, they might spot something, an error of fact. How do you proofread a YA book? Because yes. you're looking at a particular audience who, if you are out of tune We'll spot it straight away. Oh, absolutely. And tell you in no uncertain terms, I got YA people to read it. <laughs> people <laughs> of the right age group. Yeah. So um, I have a 23 year old who's who's mad into YA. Um, and um, I had yeah a lot of people who were sort of 16, 17, have a look at it to make sure that it was right. Very important. OK. And did they pull you up on lots of things? Yeah, bits and pieces. Yeah, definitely. Because sometimes you might have the wrong voice. You know, they know this is not a kid. This is not a teenager. This is not one of my contemporaries. This yeah. is an adult kind of talking, yeah. you know, absolutely faking it. Yeah, I think I think I I think I caught the voice, but there were bits that maybe that kids said, and um, and certainly my twenty three year old would say, you know, mother, what on earth are you saying here? Or she wouldn't say that, or you know, and and putting it straight, making sure that I got the social media terms and. Um, platforms right because there are so many of them um, was really important because the girls use social media to piece together what happened at the party uh, and so that was really important getting that yeah. right. And even how uh, people describe uh, their, their, the objects of worship you know uh, when I, I was younger we never used the term fit for example for someone who was um, attractive. Yeah. Yeah, but absolutely. fit to me meant that you were physically fit, athletic and so on. But uh, that can yeah. mean something else. And I don't know what the current word is. Yeah, it, it changes. Language changes, doesn't it? And it evolves constantly. Um, so, yeah, I've very much tried to keep in with um, mm-hmm. in with what the 
the way the kids are speaking. Yeah. How big is the market for YA? I think it's huge because there's an awful lot of um, younger readers out there, but also YA, there's an awful lot of older readers too. So there's an awful lot of people who would be reading it up to 22, 23, 24, 25. Um, and I've had adult readers too who are really enjoying it. So, um, yeah. yeah so, no, so it's, it's very readable. It's not, uh, you know, I, I don't feel excluded uh, when, I, when, I, <laughs> when I'm reading it. Uh, so this is the first of many, I presume? I hope so, yeah. Why? So I've, I've written a second one with the same girls and we'll wait and see um, what the editor thinks of that um, and we'll see where we're going to take yeah. them. Do you see a future on the screen, big or small? Oh, I hope so. A lot of people have said they can see it on Netflix, so let's hold that. Just keep saying that, repeat it. <laughs> Very good. Uh, it's a different version of Derry Girls. Absolutely. <laughs> Very different. All right, well, it is called Something Terrible Happened Last Night. It's available in all good bookshops now and its author, uh, Vanessa Lockton, but that's not the name you'll see on the cover. The name you'll see is Sam Blake. So thank you both for joining me on the programme this morning. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.